Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So I didn't do a lot of running last week, so <laughs> we aren't going to talk about that. Um, but I am going to talk about other people running and my volunteer experience at the Mosaic Trail Race, which was held Friday and Saturday um, out at Liberty, well, got to get this right. Liberty Hill, Texas. And it's at this place called Indian Mound Ranch. It's a private ranch. I think it's gone through eight generations uh, being handed down uh, through the family. Um, they are well known for having a, um, like a farmer's market um, on weekends. Um, I didn't obviously on Friday was not part of the weekend thing. So I did not get to, you know, enjoy any of that or check it out or anything, but it's, it's a, this is a smaller race. Um, I mean, let's face it, Tejas trails just put on the Tinajas race last weekend. Um, and, uh, this was their last race of the year, but it's a nice one. Um, you, you know, the, the overarching theme of this is just, you know, everybody comes in different shapes and sizes, colors, creeds, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, we all fit together in a mosaic. And I think that's kind of lovely. And, um, yeah, so I, I worked the race last year, um, and man, it was really cold. It was cold, and it rained, and it was kind of bleh. Um, this time around, it was warm um, in the 80s, um, and uh, pretty sunny and, and hot, which was great if you're a volunteer, because it's like, yay, I don't have to, like, you know, bundle up and crap. <laughs> However, if you're a runner, um, you know, it's a little different experience. Um, you know, it's going to be a little more challenging for you. And um, yeah, so I, I just, uh, you know, went back out. I stayed overnight in Leander, Texas, um, found a hotel just because I, I knew I was going to get in late and I, I had an offer to stay at someone's house. I won't say who, but anyway, uh, yeah, I had an offer, um, but I had to turn it down just because my oh God, this time of the semester, I shouldn't even be doing any of this stuff. Um, but I love it and I don't care. Um, yeah, I just fin we finished the magazine, I think, on Thursday, um, like morning <laughs> or maybe Wednesday afternoon, evening. It's all a blur. But I'm also trying to grade at this time of year because final grades are due um, in a couple of days on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, so I have to kind of slog through that. And it's just always it's sort of like an ultra in its own way, like a, like a grading ultra. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, it's all good. It was fine. And, um, but yeah, so I got out there on Friday morning around six and, um, saw Chris McWaters, the race director. And, um, you know, I was helping out at the finish line aid station, which is different from last year because, um, we did not have aid stations last year because of COVID. And so, um, this was a little, it was kind of nice actually to have, you know, an aid station. And so, um, I was working with, uh, my buddy, Tim and, um, a couple of other people, you know, off and on throughout the day. And, um, you know, we just, you know, got things set up and tried to, um, you know, make things lovely for the runners when they would come through. Because what's interesting about this race is that, people, depending on the distance you're doing. Okay. A lot of them will, it's, it's the course is basically, um, like about a 5k, but it goes into a figure eight. So you do a 5k swing around, go through the start, finish, go out and do another 5k. And then you pass back through depending on 
the the distance you're doing. So for instance, if you're doing a 50K, which we had a few people do, um, you will pass through the start finish 10 times. And so um, that's that's a lot of turn, a lot of twists and turns. But you know, on the on the opposite side, it's sort of nice as a runner for them to get that aid and support, and they don't really have to carry a lot either. So, you know, that makes it nice. You don't have to like you know bulk up with a you know, pack or anything. So, um, I mean, if you want to, you can obviously because we had some people who did, and you know, I understand that, especially because it was so hot. You know, you probably had, you know, more hydration needs than say somebody who's doing a 5k or something. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And yeah, so the distances went from 50k, 31.2, I think miles and, um, down to a 5k. So there's everything else in between. Um, and what made this race really cool for me was just getting to, well, seeing people do, first of all, their first trail race. Um, and some of them were doing their first trail, trail, trail race slash marathon slash 50 K slash whatever. Um, and so that was cool. And, uh, yeah, there were, you know, just a lot of interesting people that I met and then some people that I've, that I knew of and that I, you know, had not met yet. And, um, well, let me tell you something. This is what, this is what really kind of made my entire day. I mean, not only is it great to help people and, I tend to be a little, you know, uh, effusive about offering advice and things like that, just because I feel like, well, you know, I've got a lot of, you know, wisdom and whatnot. And, you know, I can give you guys, you know, stuff from my experience and, and you know, uh, glean from other people's experiences. But, um, you know, and they were able to, you know, use some of that. But I got like, well, I got a handful of people who said that they recognized my voice. <laughs> from the podcast. So thank you. Um, and then others were like, Oh, we listen to your podcast all the time. And I learned so many things and we were applying that to our race. Um, in fact, there's a couple, uh, named, um, Allison and David Bryant who did the marathon and, uh, they, um, they did great. I mean, they, uh, or did they do the 50 K? No, I think they did the marathon. And, um, but Allison told me, she's like, I really love your podcast because I can relate to it. And, you know, we've been applying all this stuff that we learned through you, you know, to this race. And I'm like, oh my God, with <laughs> what's that thing they say in Spider-Man with great responsibility. Oh God. With wisdom. I don't know. I can't remember how that goes. It doesn't matter. But anyway, felt a little, felt a little bit of pressure hoping that I didn't steer anyone wrong. Um, but it didn't seem like it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there was that. And then um, Chris's wife, Chrissy, uh, mentioned to me that she's in a running group. And one of the people in her running group mentioned my podcast. <laughs> this is so funny. And how helpful it is and blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm just an average runner. And and they, and they like that. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You know, so, yeah, actually, Chris and I sat around and we were trying to brainstorm ideas about, you know, how to find sponsors and stuff. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, I do this mainly seriously as a labor of love. I mean, I, you know, I don't really expect anything out of it, but I mean, I would like for it to, to garner a larger audience only in that. I feel like there is some sort of value in this in that, um, 
you know, especially because I do uh, focus on, you know, average runners and masters runners and, you know, and then we have the, the Paz and Hundo segments, which we're going to do one next week. Um, you know, or, you know, Orly and I talk about just our opinions on gear, you know, how to prepare and blah, 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 you know, so, uh, you know, and both of us have been through a lot of stuff. And, and so we feel like we've got some wisdom to impart and, you know, neither of us are front of the pack runners. So I know there's a, a special niche for our niche or niche. Ugh, I, I always say niche, but then I hear other people say niche. And so I feel like I, I feel some peer pressure to pronounce it that way. So I don't know. I need to look that up anyway, regardless, there's a group <laughs> that, that, you know, find value in this thing. And it, it makes me happy. I mean, again, this, this comes from a very sincere, authentic place and, um, and I'm happy to, you know, spread the love and, and, and offer up what I, you know, can, you know, my lessons that I've learned. Cause again, as I've often said, it's it, this trail running thing, especially is really all about the stories and even volunteering. It's all about the stories. And that's kind of what this is about today is, you know, the stories, the people that I met. Um, I also met a lady named Mary. I think her last name is Thyssen. I'm probably not saying it right. She looked so nervous. <laughs> she was just kind of like anxious about the 10K and, um, you know, was concerned about the course and stuff like that. And so I introduced her to PJ, who's also a race director and my friend, um, you know, and we both kind of got talking to her and she was just super cool and she's pretty close to my age and, um, you know, a couple of years younger and, um, but just super cool. And, you know, I was just so excited to make a connection with her and vice versa. And, um, so she ran her 10 K and she did great. I think eesh, I haven't looked at the results lately, but I think she did pretty well in masters. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to, and this is no knock against, my race director friends. Um, I think the only disadvantage to having a race go over two days is that because it's Texas, the weather will kind of go, can kind of go South or North or somewhere over the course of 24 hours. And for the people who ran on Friday, it was just sort of like a sauna out there. But then the people who ran on Saturday, um, we had a cold front come through and it was like, you know, paradise for them because it was like, whoo, yay, it's nice running weather, you know, and which is great, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I sort of have some feelings about doing these races over two days. Um, only in that I feel like it's sort of unfair to the people if they've done a race, um, under adverse conditions, you know, day one, and then they're compared against people who had better conditions on day two. And so, that's just me. Um, and, and I know this, this whole, uh, ideology is getting worked out, you know, as we speak, I mean, you know, this crazy pandemic has definitely, you know, changed the landscape and race directors are trying to do their level best to give people options and make things safe and, you know, be fair and things like that. Um, but this is one little thing that I've noticed, um, over the course of, uh, you know, volunteering at some of these races or even running them. So, um, might be something to, you know, revisit at some point. Um, anyway, so yeah, Mary was lovely. I loved her. Um, 
And uh, there are also a couple of other memorable people that I encountered. Um, there's a kid named Luke <laughs> who is 20 years old, and I think he lives outside of Houston. Always had a smile on his face. Did not really carry hydration. <laughs> Didn't have a sports watch. And we had to, and he started out on the wrong loop, um, which wasn't a big deal. I mean, it's only a 5K, so we just had to kind of keep track of him for when he came in that he didn't go back out and do more, uh, if that makes any sense. Um, and if it doesn't just trust me, um, the, just super cute, just super cool. His mom was there <laughs> and I told his mom, I'm like, mom, you need to get him a sports watch for Christmas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just trying to give, you know, various pieces of advice, you know, to him. And they, they were both really, really cool and lovely. And, um, and I was very proud of him because he did finish the marathon. Um, I mean, he was definitely first in his age group. Um, I don't think he placed overall, unfortunately, um, he did on Friday, but, you know, of course, when everybody else you know, wandered in on Saturday with, you know, lower temperatures and probably people with a little bit more experience, you know, it's going to happen, but Hey, and I've also tried to con him into doing Rocky Raccoon 50K because um, he's not too far from Huntsville. I figured, listen, dude, if you can already eke out a marathon, um, you know, in December, you're definitely ready for, you know, the 50K at Rocky Raccoon. So I'm hoping that he will heed my advice because I would love to see him. He's a really nice kid. And um, I adored his mom. She was so cute. And um and then there was also uh, a guy named Patrick who's from Brownsville, who um, is 17 years old. Oh my God, wears braces, just always had a smile on his face, and did the 50, 50K. <laughs> yeah. First trail race, first 50K, first anything. And he did great. And uh, yeah, his sister ran, I think, the 10K. And, um, yeah, so we got talking a few times and, you know, I was trying to give her advice and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was just really fun to watch him come in. And, um, a lot of members of his, uh, family were coming in, um, to, um, you know, see him finish and whatnot. And, uh, I think his sister's name is Maria Elena. And, uh, she, she was like, do you know where there might be showers around here? I'm like, Ooh. I don't live around here, but, you know, look for a truck stop. Just trust me. Truck stop showers are the best because uh, probably about five years ago, five, six years ago, I took one after a very sloppy race at uh, this place called the Circus or the race was called the Circus at, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name of the park? It doesn't matter, but it was just, oh God, yeah, sliding on my butt and just getting mud everywhere. Ugh. And we, you know, I was living in the Valley. And so on the way back, you know, my friend suggested that we stop at a truck stop and I take a shower. And so I was like, sounds unconventional, but sure. Best $12 I ever spent. Let me just tell you. Yeah. Pristine, lovely, hot water. Oh my God. It's so great. <laughs> and Maria Elena was like, or Mar Maria, is it Maria Elena or Mar Maria Fernanda? Oh, I'm so sorry, dear. I can't remember. Anyway, she was like, I can't be sitting next to that talking about her brother <laughs> the entire way up to Dallas. Cause I guess they were headed up to Dallas for something after the, the race, um, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Um, 
Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but yeah, Patricio Patrick, he did great. Um, and, and again, he, he placed first in his age group, which was really exciting. Um, and then last but not least of my memorable people, um, that I ran into was, uh, Judy Shipway. Judy is uh, a master's runner. She is 67, a former, um, uh, Travis County prosecutor. In fact, I am going, she doesn't know this yet, but I am going to ask her if she wants to be on the podcast soon. Um, cause I think she's got a lot of great stories and, um, really talented runner. She did the 50 K and I, th- for a while she was doing, I think she had like, you know, first female overall. And then of course when Saturday rolled around, you know, all that cold weather and whatnot, you know, kind of bumped her down, but she did take first and masters. So you go Judy, just a lovely person. And, uh, it was fun talking to her. And the other fun thing about this, this race, and again, I, it's not about me, but it was really cool because I had a number of people, mainly ladies, um, you know, be in disbelief about my age. I'm 60. Um, and they were like, no, there's no way you look like a, you know, you don't look that old, you know, there's no way. And I'm like, yes, it's true. You know? <laughs> um, and, and, you know, even some were remarking about, you know, that I look like a runner, you know, I had great legs and da, 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 which I was like, thank God, you know, I appreciate that so much. And I did not pay any of you for that. Um, but you know, it's, it's nice to be able to share your knowledge and experience and, you know, I have to admit, sometimes it's hard to admit your age, especially at this point in my life. I think past 50, I started having trouble admitting to it. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm over 40. <laughs> but I've gotten to this point now, I think after, you know, settling into 60 for, you know, almost a year that it's like, okay, I just have to uh, embrace the, the old er and, uh, you know, realize that I'm going to be some sort of <clears throat> role model for people. And, uh, again, I'm not fast, I'm not spectacular, you know, but I get out there and I do stuff and, uh, you know, finish most of the time and, uh, you know, have a, have good stories to tell about it. So, um, you know, so that was fun. And, uh, I'm trying to think of what else significant happened during this race, um, yeah. I mean, I can't say enough nice things about Chris. Chris is awesome. Very supportive, very great race director. You know, his, his little girls were out there. They were doing the kids run on Friday. Um, and his oldest daughter was like, daddy, daddy, come over here right now. And I was trying to ask Chris a couple of questions about like, what do we do with the, uh, the totes, you know, these big, plastic totes with lids, you know, uh, overnight, you know, since the race was going on on Saturday, cause you don't want to, you don't really need to put all that away. And I was just concerned about, you know, critters getting in there, although they don't really have too much, but he was just so gracious about all of it, you know, and just, you know, answered my question and then went out and, you know, talked to his daughter and was very patient. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I just God, I can't say enough amazing things about my mic. Um, enough amazing things about, uh, the Tejas trails scene. Um, I know there's other brands out there or other, you know, uh, races. And again, I really enjoyed doing Brazos bend, um, you know, last weekend and I will definitely go out there again and run that mainly really the main reason is because I like the course it's flat. It's a little boring, but it's flat. 
and I feel like I can run. And so if I'm going to do another marathon, I think that's where I'm going to go. And, um, this is no knock against my friends at Tejas. Um, they know they have me. I mean, they're my first love. Um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes you gotta mix it up and, um, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, outside of that, this coming week, I don't really, I mean, I'm just training. I'm just, I'm going to try to get my butt out there and start running, you know, tomorrow. I'm been doing some indoor cycling this week and, uh, just some, you know, weight workouts. Cause I was trying to let my legs recover from that beating they took last Saturday. Um, and then in two weeks or week after Christmas, I guess, or a couple of few days after Christmas. Um, I'm doing that, uh, snowdrop relay, which I'm very excited about being part of. And, uh, then I'm going to help out at the Bandera race for, you know, a couple, two, three days. And, uh, then I'm just training for that Rocky raccoon 50 K and, um, I pretty much canceled the birthday extravaganza mainly because the race is almost sold out. And a lot of my friends just simply can't do it. And so I was just like, you know, that's okay. I'm so used to, (laughs) sounds so pathetic, but I'm so used to celebrating my birthday by myself that it's fine. It's, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's not like it's a big birthday like last year. Um, you know, so I reserved a hotel for myself, very cheap. And, um, I'm going to run my 50 K and I'm going to go home to San Antonio and maybe I'll go have supper with some friends. Who knows? Maybe they'll be busy. Who knows? <laughs> I get it. People are busy. They don't have time for everyone. And I don't have any significant other or anything like that. Not that I need one, but you know, Hey, um, it might be nice someday. I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm just pretty happy just being kind of on the, the singles list. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, that's a different podcast. Um, but I think, yeah, so I think that's basically it for now. This is probably my last personal, um, podcast for the year. Like I said, I think I got, we got Paz and Hundo next week and I'm going to try to get a master's person, hopefully Judy or my friend Penny, um, to agree to an interview. So I'll run those, you know, over the holidays. And then the next one will, you know, probably after the first of the year will be about snowdrop. So, um, so that's what I've got for now. I'll see you next time. Have a great week. Have a great holiday. I will talk to you soon.